Hello, hello, and welcome to the Your Latina Mentor podcast with your host, Isabel Restrepo, or Isabel Restrepo, as I got used to saying growing up in Minnesota so that people would understand me. And that's actually a perfect example highlighting what this podcast is all about, where I'll be sharing experiences, tools, and resources to navigate what it means to be a woman, a Latina, an immigrant, and everything in between what I like to call this human experience. Part of the inspiration for this podcast is also that I didn't have a Latina mentor growing up, and I wish that some of the things that I'm going to share with you, somebody would have shared with me. I am so happy that you are here. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Your Latina Mentor podcast and the final episode of 2022. I can't believe that we have been together for the past, when was that? In July, I think this podcast launched. So for six months, every week, we've come together and what a ride, what a ride. And I don't know, thank you so much for tuning in and joining me on this adventure and really just embracing what this podcast is all about, what your Latina mentor podcast is all about. And so I just want to take a moment and thank you, especially for the listeners all around the world. I mean, when I look up the stats, sometimes it's like, I don't know anyone in these countries, but the fact that you're able to listen to me, we're able to connect in this way, just really blows my mind. And I'm just so thankful for being part of your day. So let's dive in. So this week's episode, and I think next week too, it will be really relevant because it's about the holidays. I mean, not specifically the holidays, but what it's like to be around family or people that have created the buttons that they push. Um, for, you know, for a time for celebration. And sometimes it can be really overwhelming. There can be a lot of different events. It can be work-related events, friends gathering, um, obviously family or chosen family, whatever it may be. But either way, sometimes it can just be like a lot. And I know that for me, it can be at times. And last year I was with family. I was with, um, you know, my cousins and my, my dad and my sister and just, you know, a lot of different family members. And I love, I love sharing time with them. I love spending time with them, but at the same time, I can really notice when I start to kind of default to the way that I've been known to react or that like, I'm, it's like you go into autopilot and it's like, oh, this is the role that I play in my family, even though I might not be that way anymore. Like I've grown out of it, but because it's so comfortable and these dynamics are so comfortable, it's so easy to fall back into them if we're not fully aware. And I remember last year I was like, I, I really, I want to, stay true to me. I want to stay true to my needs. I want to be able to express myself, even if I am with family and even if it can be overwhelming. And so I created this, uh, like an alter ego. Like I created this 
um, personaje, which I'm trying to think of the word. Oh, a char- character in English. Un personaje. Like I created this character for Christmas. I remember I was like, I'm going to be Ursula. I named her Ursula. And I really just kind of dove in with my ego and, and really just went with it. And so I invite you to kind of just play along with me. So why are we creating this alter ego? Like what is your ego anyway? And so your ego is defined as a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance, the part of the mind that mediates between the conscious and the unconscious and is responsible for reality testing and a sense of personal identity. And I like to think of your ego as your friend when you also need a little umph. And so I think especially in the spiritual world, it's like kill off your ego and all these things. But I think it's really important to create a healthy relationship with your ego. So notice when quote unquote feeding your ego has felt good and when you've been told to quiet it down. So for example, like, I don't know, I like to take pictures of myself or have my picture taken. I mean, talk about, hello, tell me you're a Leo without telling me you're a Leo. But sometimes it's like, oh, like that's so annoying. Oh my God, I have to take your picture. And I mean, like I'm thinking of my sister sometimes she's like, oh, oh my God, annoying. But like, whatever, I'm like, just take the picture. And then obviously they don't even take it as good as you do. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But sometimes I'm like, dude, what just happened? Like you missed the whole frame, but that's not everyone's forte anyway. So, I mean, just notice when like, for me, like feeding my ego is like having little mini photo shoots, having my picture taken when I feel good and that feeds my ego in a good way. And so just notice like when your ego has been told to quiet it down, when you're doing something that you enjoy. Also, I think when you're creating a healthy relationship with your ego, like notice what competition feels good to you. And we dive a little bit about this in human design and your, your defined heart or undefined heart. But really like, I think if you have competition for the sake of like, of it feeling good and versus like trying to prove yourself, then like, that's the feeling that's the healthy relationship with your ego that we want to go for. And I also like to ask like, what would the quote unquote bad version of you do and kind of play with that. And so this holiday season, when you're with your family, with your, with your friends, with your, you know, maybe you're meeting uh, the in-laws or whatever, like create this alter ego. That's going to give you the elements needed to be able to embody the version of you that has what you want. So like, for example, Beyonce created an alter ego named Sasha Fierce in an effort to separate her own shy personality from her stage persona and give herself the courage to be free and sexy while performing. And so then she later said that she quote unquote killed Sasha Fierce because she didn't need her anymore. But really it's like she embodied her and she became comfortable and merged her alter ego into herself. I don't think Sasha Fierce actually died or was killed. It's like, oh, she was just really embodied. And so this can be a reference point when we feel doubt and a way to come back to the clarity and certainty of your true heart's desire from that healthy relationship with the ego. And so when you're creating this alter ego, you know, give it a holiday, holiday alter ego, test it out, take it out for a run. This can be another version of yourself. Um, This can be another name. This can be an animal or hold animal characteristics. This can obviously change as you change. 
Um, and you, it's really all used to embody the version of you that is clear and certain and is making decisions from this place, from the place of having what you want to bring into your present day reality. And so this is like, I mean, we're talking a little bit about manifestation work here as well. So it's like, I'm the type of person who, and then fill in the blank with what that alter ego would do. And so for example, my alter ego last year, I was like, okay, I'm going to be with family, but I don't want to go into like, Isabel makes everyone feel better mode. Isabel's like, like if everyone else is okay, then I'm okay. I'm like, no, that Isabel, like we need to no, like no more. So I created this alter ego whose name was Ursula and I'll share some of the characteristics. So she's really bougie. She really likes nice things. She has sleek, short hair. Also, mind you, like last year during this time, my hair was super long and Christmas night, like I curled it and it was like beautiful and just like definitely not sleek, short hair, but my alter ego in my mind was different than in my mind's eye. And the funny thing now is that I do have short, sleek hair. (laughs) So I embodied a little bit of Ursula here now, you know, a year later. And so another um, element of Ursula is that she's feminine, she's fierce, she's strong, she has great style, she's really confident, she speaks up for herself, she holds strong boundaries with family members, she does not allow anyone to belittle her or bully her, she knows who she is, and she's taking care of her needs instead of everything everyone else's. And so for me, these things were really important for me last year during the holidays, especially like during Christmas, we celebrate on the 24th. It was like Christmas Eve night. Like this is what I'm like bringing to Christmas, you know, Ursula is coming. And it was so funny. Cause like, I'm like walking around, I had like a little glass of wine and I'm like, I was like really into character, but it really worked for me because I was like, I'm I'm not going to go into like, I'm not going to let anyone bully me. I'm not going to let anyone belittle me. Like I know who I am and I have all these elements. And when comments or, you know, like conversations came up, which like now that I'm saying that I'm like, I don't really remember any of that. I think because I was like so into like Ursula mode that it was like, no one's going to mess with me. Ursula is here. Like I energetic boundaries are up and ready and here. And so I wanted to share that with you in case if you find yourself in a situation where you notice that like, oh my goodness, I'm with my family. I'm going into old patterns that I thought I had, you know, healed or whatever. Then I invite you to kind of use this alter ego, like, okay, what would Ursula do? And you can name it anything. You could be, you know, bad bitch Isabel, like whatever, like whatever you want to name your alter ego. It can be a totally different name like Ursula, or it can be, you know, your name incorporated with other things like the world is your oyster. But you know, there's, it's like, well, sometimes it's like the world's your oysters. There's so many options, but then it's like, oh my God, too many options. I can't decide. So if you can't, if you feel overwhelmed by all the options, go ahead and take Ursula as the name and, and really like, what are these things that you want to, that you want to embody? And I don't know, like this year she's a little more calm. I mean, like, I feel like Ursula has been embodied, (laughs) I am a bougie woman and I like nice things and I have short, sleek hair. I'm very feminine. 
I speak up for myself. Like I really hold strong boundaries. That's the thing that's like been a constant thing for me the past few years. I'm taking care of my needs, filling my own cup before everyone else's. And I know who I am. And so it's like, and I don't let anyone like bully me anymore. So it's like, okay, like I've embodied her, but now I'm in a new situation this year where I'm going to be with my boyfriend's family. And so it's like, okay, like Isabel 2.0 is coming. And what does she, what is Isabel, what is Isabel like? Or Ursula, you know, if she's coming around for round two, it's like, what am I like in this new situation? And it's like, Ooh, you know, new people. I'm a little nervous. Um, like right off the bat, it's like, I haven't, you know, met them face to face yet. So it's like, okay, what are the elements that I want to bring into my alter ego? So whenever I'm getting a little nervous, it's like, oh yeah, that's right. Like Isabel 2.0, like she's confident. She's good. She charms the, you know, parents-in-law, whatever it may be. (laughs) I'm still playing with it a little bit. And so I invite you to to notice what that's like. And I mean, this can be used not just for the holidays. This can be used for anything. This can be used for work. This can be used, you know, in in so many different spaces. But I just found that for me, especially last year during Christmas, it, Christmas, it was like, oh, Ursula is born. And, and she's been such a key player since, you know, Christmas of last year. And so really, it's like you're really co-creating, you're co-creating with the universe on how you want to embody these different aspects of yourself, how you want to manifest this, this reality of yours. And it's not so much that like, oh, I have to be this completely different person. It's like all of these pieces are already inside of you. You just tap into them in a different way. And that's kind of like, this is, I, I, this is like part of the um, manifest your dream life course because you you're creating, you're co-creating, you're working with your ego in a different way. And so, if you like this little exercise and you've been wanting to kind of figure out, okay, I've been trying all these different things, but I want to try something else. Like, check out the manifest your dream life course. All of the materials are ready to go and ready to like start. So, if this gauges your interest, like definitely check it out. And if you just want to play with it after listening to this podcast, I'm like, definitely do that too. And if you're like, well, this is sounds weird. I don't want to do this. Then you don't have to. (laughs) That's the magic of choice. (laughs) You don't have to do anything or you could do all of it. And so if you are interested in uh, checking this out further, the Manifest Your Dream Life course, you can go to www.yourlatinamentor.com slash courses and all of the information is there. And so, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for you to enjoy the holidays, tap into that true heart's desire, that alter ego of you, that uh, version of you that's going to you know, like bring the pizzazz to Christmas or whatever, you know, whatever it is that you're celebrating and, and really be there with it. I don't know. I think it's kind of fun. So, all right. Thank you so much again for listening. I love connecting with you every week. We'll be back in the new year, which, oh my goodness, at the beginning of the year, I'm doing, um, a four day, I think it's, yeah, four days, three nights, or maybe it's four nights, five days. I forget now, but essentially it'll be around the full moon and it's called Danza de la Luna, which is 
dance with the moon of the moon with the moon. <laughs> um, but essentially it's really connecting to myself. I'll be in a group with other women. There will be just beautiful chanting and dancing. And there's a, a lot of it that goes into it. And I won't go into details now, but it's just something I'm really looking forward to. And I feel like the inspiration on how we want to continue with this podcast into 2023 will really be revealed during those days and during that um, ceremony and that intention. And so I'll be back in the episode sometime in January. So if you haven't been uh, fully caught up with the podcast, I invite you to listen to the episodes that you've missed up until then. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. So happy to have you here. And either way, I will see you next year in 2023, which like, what is time? Time is such an illusion. I can't believe that we're already in 2023. This year flew by and I feel like everyone says that, <laughs> but it really does feel that way. So anyway, thank you so much for listening. I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Your Latina Mentor podcast. If you like what you heard, please let me know by leaving a review and sharing it with friends and family. If we aren't friends on social media yet, go check out Instagram at Your Latina Mentor or check out the website yourlatinamentor.com and we will see you on the next episode. Talk soon.